so back in the Steven Universe episode, I said that this was made so that we could do redo episodes down the line. Very important to yeah. reappropriate yourself with media, see how you've changed, see if your opinion of it has changed. We yeah. haven't ever come back to Steven Universe. We haven't come back to really anything yet. And Amber said that we couldn't do any comeback episodes for about a six-month period. And it's only been about a month and a half since we posted the high school AU ones, but Amber's not here to stop me, now is she? I can do whatever I want. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Original Podcast Do Not Steal, a podcast wherein every week I, Prince Devin, and today my co-host... Hello. Hello. <laughs> Discuss... Wait, are we going by our fake names? <laughs> <laughs> whatever name you want, man. It's the internet. I'm Kane. All right. And Kane discussed at length your favorite intellectual properties, medias, hopes, dreams, ideas, concept albums, short stories, pets, and create an original character within that space. And today, Kane has brought the topic, so he also has the question that tricks you into thinking we're people and want to give us money. So, Kane, take it away, buddy. It's kind of a lame question, but it's the one that popped into my head. What's, like, a food that you want to try that you've never tried? Or, like, a specific kind of, like... Like, or rather, if you could go somewhere for food, where would you go? I'd really like to go to Japan for food. Yeah. Which is a very obvious, so it's kind of boring to me, but... Oh, no, I... Do you I, know how big Africa is? Yeah. There's so much food there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would... Many reasons I want to go home. I want to go to Africa. But... Go home. <laughs> Colt Spurs' ears pulled up somewhere. <laughs> it's a finally. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to Africa for food, man. It looks incredible down yeah. there. But yeah, J Japan's a very obvious one. It's where my Chen's constantly going. Actually, no, 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 no. Here's the one that I have an actual answer for. Thailand. Okay. Because you can go to Thailand with like 500 bucks and live like a king for a month. True. And there's so much food. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's having a great time in Thailand right now, I heard. <laughs> but yeah a political podcast <laughs> no yeah uh i thought about it before too because japan is a great all of my biggest ones because mine one of mine is italy and not for like bob's ears perked up somewhere not for classic italian food per se but anywhere that is near like the ocean mm -hmm. or especially like black sea because italy and everything like that i want real seafood we live in bumfuck, like, direct center of the U.S. almost. Like, we have the Great Lakes, but that's not real fish. Yeah. I don't know. Something about, like, I want seafood. I want seafood from the sea. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, if you go to some place, like, do you know how many fucking, like, crab shacks there are in, like, in Indiana? And do you know how many crabs <laughs> are actually nearby? Hey, like, I'd love hey, to Kane. go... Hey, Kane. The Crab Shack right by Town and Country? That's the second best imitation crab in our country. <laughs> the second right? best imitation <laughs> crab. Yeah, no, it's literally just big fucking spiders that they, like, <laughs> boil back there and then make paint to make you think it's crabs. No, yeah, no. I want to go to, like, Bar Harbor. Like, fucking Maine. And have some real seafood. Yeah. Or, like... No, I was I say this all the time too. I want to like the food scene in California is supposedly like crazy. I want to go to California for a burrito. Yeah, I oh, want yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. big fucking three pound like they cut it in half because they have to in order for you to carry it type burritos. Yeah, I. I used all to go we to have is Chipotle. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we uh, fuck you. We have we have south we have south side we have little Mexico. We have some great burritos. I guess I've never been. I, I need to take a tour of South Side. You, you know, do. Like, it's a thing of, I 
used to go to Florida for work for like four months out of oh, the yeah. year. So whenever people are like, do you want to go to Red Lobster? I'm like, I've had real fish. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want to go to fucking Red Lobster. But yeah, that, that was my question. Partly because I'm hungry, partly because I'm just always thinking about like, I, I've decided, uh, I've come full circle, whereas I used to think people who were like, quote unquote, like foodies, like food tourists were cringe. And now I'm like, I feel like food influences the history of a region influences like it shows the uh like class of a region like class divide as well as like like some of the most incredible food that you can have is food that was made like by the poor community or like like jambalaya or things like that like labor of love soups stews all of this all of these foods and then and then it's funny because it inverses whereas like you get rich and you start eating the more garbage parts of food (laughs) whereas like i'm gonna eat fish heads and eggs you know (laughs) Versus you have jike, which is like the kimchi fish soup, which is delicious, or like things like that. Where it's yeah, like, to look at food is to look at culture and a and to look at history, yeah, and like all this, yeah. To a look at the ways we're different, but also the ways we're in the same. Because who doesn't have a rice dish? It's exactly. something that connects us all. Yeah, or it's like I was, I, uh, my partner and I went out to a cafe the other day that was like, uh, like southern themed, like the whole thing. Is Black. Like, no, like Southern white. Like, uh, it was McAllister's. Bad. It was McAllister's. So oh, a deli, fuck. like, kind of. But their whole thing is they're known for their tea. Uh-huh. And so I got a, I got an unsweet tea, and I was drinking it, and I was thinking about it while I was drinking it, because the, uh, this is the kind of person I am where I have to overanalyze literally everything I'm doing, including the tea I'm drinking, which is that black tea, Southern thing, like unsweet or sweet, especially sweet tea, Southern American thing. However, came to America through British colonialization, was part of British culture because of colonialization and trade and the opium wars from East and China. So, like, Southern American, like, sitting on your porch sipping tea is from the fucking Chinese. Like, you know, and this is, like, the kind of thing where it's, like... So are forks! Yeah, yeah, all, all of these things where it's, like, over hundreds of years of trade and, like, war and all of these different things is now, like, it's considered as American as apple pie in the South, whereas... It comes directly from, like, you know, our hegemonic enemy now. Mm. Like, it's just one of those things. I don't go telling people that you fucking commie. Yeah, yeah, don't tell a southern person that their fucking tea is Chinese. Because I was also thinking, I was like, where do where are tea crops? You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't wait to make a fighting food on Zosie. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, what we are actually going to be talking about is I actually went through and I checked all of the episodes before coming here. Because I wanted to make sure, because we've spoken about it, you and I, and I think we joked about it when we talked about Metal Gear, whenever that episode will be up. But we're going to talk about a video game series that is Jeffrey Epstein's favorite, that was Jared Fogel's favorite, that Matt Gates loves, uh, Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like... (laughs) Knowing all of those people. No, no, no. They don't actually. The, 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 it's the joke where it's like the you can kill the man, but you can't kill the idea. And it was like Jeffrey Epstein on one side and Kingdom Hearts on the other. Oh. It, or like the joke that, or the meme that was going around where it was like when a Kingdom Hearts fan steals an unsucked child's cock. <laughs> because the joke is that if you like Kingdom Hearts, you're a pedophile. But yeah, no, uh, we're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts because I love Kingdom Hearts, uh, which is not self-incriminating after saying those, after saying those jokes. <laughs> And we've talked about... We talked about Metal Gear lore, so I feel like we can talk about Kingdom Hearts lore and it won't be too crazy. So this is wonderful for a number of reasons. 
One is we have a lost Kingdom Hearts episode with Tayshawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two, I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about Kingdom Hearts with Becca next week. Let's go. <laughs> so should, I, should we should we do a different thing? So... No, 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 because like I said in the opening, there's nothing to stop me from doing repeat episodes. <laughs> Amber isn't here. <laughs> Plus, well, okay, it's Kingdom Hearts. There's no shot we're going to be able to cover things. Yeah. And, and then there's different things. Like, you can go down different avenues. Because I know with original podcast, Do Not Steal, the general goal is to create an in-universe character. However, the good, the the funny thing about Kingdom Hearts is it's an ever-evolving universe. You can continue to add new things to it. You can also do... Does that mean you need an original Kingdom Hearts character? Does that mean you want to create a Square Enix-style character and fold that in? Do you want to create a Disney character and fold that in? So I feel like there's a lot of different ways you can go with it. And then... I mean, there's like 30 games. Like yeah. we're we're not gonna be able to. Yeah, we cannot. We if we wanted to, we could hyper specifically to make a Kingdom Hearts two character. Exactly, because that's a very specific era. Like yeah. a lot of these games. I mean, Kingdom Hearts two came out like 15 or 16 years ago. God, yeah, it did. And that era. I mean, you could have a you could do Tony Hawk skateboard tricks in the game because that's what was going on in PlayStation two. You know, it was like every game had a skateboard mechanic. You know, yeah. or like the fucking guy who voices Roxas is, um, oh God, I can't remember his name because Kyrie is Hayden Panettiere and Roxas is, it's on the tip of my tongue, Disney stars. Like I'm t- like early 2000s Disney stars. I, I, I want to say like Justin Timberlake, but it's not Justin There's Timberlake. No way. It's just a fucking Timberlake. I can't remember his name. It's going to come to me like in the middle of this episode. Yeah. In the middle of it. So another thing about doing multiple Kingdom Hearts episodes is. Just talking about Kingdom Hearts, you can have an entire podcast just about the history and classic parallel design principles of Disney taking archetypical myths, right? These classic fairy tales and Square Enix also doing that in their early catalog. So it always made sense for these two worlds to collide. A whole podcast just about that. Or we get to spend a whole podcast talking about... How that fell apart. (laughs) I was was just going to say the lore and how it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you can talk about Kingdom Hearts for fucking ever. Talk about Tetsuya Nomura himself. I guess my first question is, what about Kingdom Hearts makes you want to make it... where, Where do... Because where to begin is hard, so what about Kingdom Hearts makes you want to make a character? So, Kingdom Hearts, we're going to look at this through the lens of theology. A religion? We're gonna... As a religion. Is this the Brian David Gilbert unraveled? Is that the bit? Are you... <laughs> I've on, thought about on, hold this Hold on, one second, one second. <laughs> For audio listeners... Uh... So either Sora can kill God, or he is God, and frankly, I do not care if there is a difference! Uh, said while standing on furniture... <laughs> Yeah, I've explained that one to my neighbors. Yeah. So basically, a quick overview. So talking about the basic ideas, I'm not going to break down every game and everything like that did. I, we did for Metal Gear just because I that was the first time I was on it. I wasn't sure quite how things worked. But so basically, the idea of it, the overarching like sort of philosophy of it is that in everyone's in ev- inside of everyone, there's light and dark. There's like evil and good, and. The people who are truly good get weapons manifested of their soul. They're in the shape of keys and are mid to fight physical manifestations of darkness left behind by people after they die. Is like the easiest way to describe what's going on. When a world falls to darkness, when everyone becomes so corrupt that there is no light, the world ceases to exist and all the inhabitants of the world become these evil monsters. And it spreads like a plague. The darkness spreads and influences all of these people. 
and then it's the the up to the the wielders of the keys to go to these places and re-spark light and bring back hope to these lost worlds the place where all of these worlds go to die is called kingdom hearts it's a dimension that is that is for all intents and purposes like uh outside of uh the physical realm it's like a metaphysical thing which is why uh, I'm going to draw comparisons between these and biblical things. For instance, like, okay, the heart, the idea that it's mm -hmm. like the, the light mm -hmm. and dark mm -hmm. and everything, like, is a person's soul. Yeah. And the... Is the, Mickey Mouse Jesus? Yes. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Join no, me in my TED it's talk. Not, it's not like... It's more just like there's all of these sort of... The, the easiest way to describe Kingdom Hearts to somebody because, like, it's so convoluted is to sort of discuss it like dogma is to sort of be like well if you think about it more in the terms of like evil as a biblical sense as like an actual encroaching like force and not as like an act or moral or something like that something that can corrupt somebody that is a physical thing it's doing the harlan ellis the devil that scrum madness at the heart of the world where yeah evil is a tangible thing that can be sucked out of a person yeah right and it's anime too which is like it's important to say that because anime has this sort of like the best way to defeat evil is by becoming friends with people because friends safeguard your heart like type like the youth pastor shit yeah. like you know make friends with good people don't make friends with bad people and the first game specifically i think hits home the first and second games are really good the first game hits home because it really is a it's a i mean it's a children's game but it has a really good message that i feel like gets lost in the sort of crazy roller coaster that is kingdom hearts lore which is that like there's three best friends <laughs> on this island who all want to go out and have they're all like kids but they're like trying to grow up too fast is the thing and because they want to leave the home they want to run away and the three of them decide they're going to build a boat and sail away and run away like, and you named that boat riku sucks uh yes there's a you know how like sidetrack you know how like there's this joke where in like minecraft where if you build like you can build like an aether portal quote yeah. unquote where it's like the light blocks and then water and it's supposed to take you to heaven it never works uh, but you saw it online once, so you built it. <laughs> there was a thing I saw online once uh, where it was like, if you name the boat Bahamut after the summon from Final Fantasy X, you get that summon. And I did it every time I ever played Kingdom Hearts, and it never worked. And I just assumed I was doing something wrong and didn't realize that it was just a fake thing somebody made on YouTube. And I saw it when I was like eight, and it was ingrained in my brain's truth. I just no. name it Riku sucks because I thought he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he does suck. You beat him in the foot race. Um, I lost. I lost every time. Oh, really? The score was like Fun 17 fact. to so 2. If you beat him in the foot race, and if you beat him like in the the bit where you fight him like near the tree on that little island, later in the game, it's a lot easier to beat him in Hollow Bastion. Yeah. If you lose to him, it's a lot harder to beat him later, which is interesting. Which is why I couldn't do it as a child. But yeah. as an adult, I beat the shit out of that kid. But anyways, something ends up happening. Spoiler alert, their world falls to darkness. And Riku and Sora get separated, and they're both looking for their friend Kairi. But Sora makes friends along the way, and, like, he's nice, and everyone likes him. And then Riku is like wow my friend made friends i'm you know shucks he doesn't like me anymore and then falls to dark side and becomes an incel 
And so ah, there's <laughs> oh, mm, I'm gonna mm, we're, okay, 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 okay. I'm trying to think because I always, whenever I talk about this part of Riku's backstory specifically, it, the, the words I want to be real careful because of the thing I want to say could be potentially triggering. But when you look, he at... he doesn't become an incel, but yeah, he just, but when it's you, very much like he when, bec- no, no, no. When you look at Riku's story, yeah, he's a kid who was too eager to grow up and mm-hmm. didn't know what that meant, didn't know what actual maturity is, and so he falls in line with a bunch of adults who want to take advantage yeah. of him. Yeah. The adults in Riku's life fail and misuse him to their own ends, mm-hmm. and that manifests in the second game as a, st- a strained relationship with his body because literally this older predatory man took ownership of Riku's body. Yeah. I'm just going to say the parallels are there, so I don't like just being like... No, that's fair. That's, Riku's that, an incel? No, 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 yeah. I meant more in the way that, like... Like, not incel, like, like but, like, fully recluses. Like, goes into himself. Like, literally allows, like, the sort of, like, thing to transpire where his body is taken over and everything. that Because he's, like, okay with it. Yeah. He's like, this is how I gain power. This is how I... Like, what good are friends, you know, at this point? And then it's literally, like, again, it's anime, it's Sasuke, it's all of these, like, shirking humanity for the sake of getting that way. Yeah, Ryu screaming at Akuma, you haven't haven't, uh, transcended your humanity, you've forsaken it. the power to literally fight God to save my friend, because she's a catatonic, and I need to get her soul back. And so I have to kill God to get her soul back. Man, anime We're, preacher rules. Whereas, whereas Sora's like, I mean, we could just we could just try to wake her up, like, <laughs> like, like you know, like shit, like. And he's like, actually, I've been seeing her this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. And then Riku gets more upset because he's like, what the fuck do you mean? I have literally sold my soul, and I have not been able to do this. And so I have to get even more strong. And so, like, and then yeah, the I was gonna bring up too as well the idea where it's like he like everyone is even perceiving him as a bad guy and and as like a much older and then when he finally gets control over his body again he's just kind of like a real sloppy emo guy he's 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 wearing two small clothes you know or his belly button's hanging out yeah no in kingdom hearts 2 it is literally a a vest that's too small (laughs) two vests that are too small i love the style changes in kingdom hearts by the way like the character designs because in the first one, Sora's got these... I mean, he's got them all in every game, but the big yellow clown shoes, and then the, like, baggy pants, and the vest that's way too small. Like, he literally looks like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, th- those are specific, because he's an emissary between both Square Enix yeah. and Disney. He is dressed in the silhouette and color scheme of Mickey Mouse, yeah. but made to be anime. And then you get to the second one, where it's like, now he can change clothes, but, like, different colors. Yeah. But he's still got the big shoes, but now they're black. And, like, he looks more like a Final Fantasy character. And then you get to the third one, and everyone's wearing plaid. Everyone wears plaid, and everyone wears lots of zippers. I fucking hated the design of Thrike. Oh, what do you mean? You don't like Riku's car key that he wields for some reason? <laughs> There's... Okay. So, fucking, I guess we're gonna talk about three for a second. So, just real quick, if you like three, here's the branch I'll give you, because I think it's... If you it's... like three, that's okay. You just really like mobile games. I... I'm not even gonna go that far. It's... I think it fails in a lot of spots. I think the ending is wonderful. It's the ending I've always wanted out of a next-gen Kingdom Hearts game. I think it's really fun to play. I think your emotional investment comes when you realize that Kingdom Hearts 3 is not a sequel to Kingdom Hearts 2. It is a sequel to everything else. Yeah. And so if you're invested in all that shit, Kingdom Hearts 3 will really hit you. I 
do not care about most of the things that aren't Kingdom Hearts 2, so it was kind of bland for me most of the ride. Ending still got me. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a sequel to Birth by Sleep and to, uh, what is it, 358 till 2. Yeah. That, that's, it's a sequel to those two games. It is not a very genuine continuation of Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2. It's even, in some extent, a sequel to the fucking MMO... Dream Drop Distance. No, the, the Union Cross. Yeah, no, but it, it, has, it has actually a wonderful inclusion of that. That, yeah. that press triangle to summon all the names from different things. That was great, and that I didn't great. play the game. It was cute. And, uh, no, yeah, and, uh, or uh, the Cheerthy, the yeah. little t- the teddy bear guy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, fucking Kyrie from Digimon shows yeah. up. And Ventus being actually the guy from, like, 110 years ago or whatever. Yeah. All of these things mean nothing to you if you've never played <laughs> yeah. the, the mobile game adaptation of the MMO that ended in 2010. Like, yeah. it's literally, like, that's that's why I was like, I don't want to go too far that way. I want to stay closer to, like, the meaningful sort of, like, the actual imagery of Kingdom Hearts is a very important message that, like I was saying, I feel like gets lost in how crazy the plot gets. Yeah. Like, all of that shit, you can take away, and it still is a meaningful yeah. I feel like it's just that stuff is all very character driven, important things for wrapping up. Because I mean, three—the whole point of three is to give an ending to characters that didn't get their ending, and I think that's a good thing to do. However, uh, Tetsu Nomura even realized uh, he was like, "Yeah, a lot of people didn't like this game." I think it was <laughs> the wrong instinct because Roxas already had a bittersweet ending that was perfect for the tone of those first two games. Yeah, but, uh, discussion for a different day. I like the idea though of like Sora not being happy with it because that's literally the point of it. Is Roxas was resigned to like not existing. Yeah. He was like, "If this is what it takes, then maybe we'll meet again in another life," and and it was like sad. And then Sora's like, "No." Nope, he's getting his own body. Let's go. <laughs> Contact the twink. Contact the blue-haired twink. Sora would refuse to let anyone have a happy, unhappy ending. Exactly. But he always gets one, yeah. which is why Kingdom Hearts 1 is the most emotional. And that's why he game. kills himself at the end of 3. <laughs> Sora's a ride-or-die for everyone. <laughs> he's a ride-or-die. He's like, he's like, 9 out of 10 people here at a happy ending? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Going back to hell. <laughs> like, I love you, Sora. You're the best. Um, Shout out to you, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, I hope Haley Joel Osment is having a good day. Remember when he was in Tusk? I've never seen Tusk. It has the saddest ending. I've heard. (laughs) I've never seen Tusk because when it came out, I wasn't very big into that kind of horror. Now I am, but I I haven't watched it because I've just never really thought about sitting down and watching. I don't have a good enough excuse to say why I haven't seen it. There's a part where the Nazi doctor stands up and he says, I will answer the age-old question, is man secretly walrus? (laughs) This is Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It comes from an episode where he got high on his podcast and made a stupid joke. Nice. So what you're saying is that if we got high, we can make a movie. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, well, if we had the tenure and credibility and money of Kevin Smith, yeah, we could make a yeah, Kevin Smith movie. Could, yeah. We just have to cry at a showing of a Marvel movie. <laughs> and we'll... <laughs> That's, like, one of my favorite memes is the... Where it's, like, the, he's, like, I've seen Captain Marvel 30 times. And he's, like, eyes are red and he's tear-streaked. And he's, like, it's still the best movie. I fucking... It's not bad. No, no, no. It's, what, Tusk or Captain Marvel? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to talking about, like, okay, 
So that Kingdom Hearts 1 is much more spiritual in that sort of sense. Like, you literally die at one point to save your friend. You become one of these monsters, but you still are able to hold on to your humanity enough that, like, a hug brings you back to life. Yeah. It's a very cute, sweet, really dark moment in a kid's game. Like, this is also literally... That happens immediately after you give up your weapon to Riku. Your friends go with him. You were completely abandoned, except by Beast from Beauty and the Beast, because I, I feel like if I say that, it does the thing where it's like weird. Well, okay, because there's, 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 I want to talk about the fucking narrative syntax, but there's a direct point of decision to why you meet Beast at this specific moment. Yeah, the outsider who was abandoned by the people he trusted most on a dead-eyed quest to save the most important to him. Beast is Sora in this moment and is a person who is so powerful he could traverse worlds without help of darkness or ship, so of course he's the one to help you in your final hour. And the Keyblade chooses you not because you're powerful. Riku was the one who was meant to get the Keyblade, but the Keyblade trusts Sora because he's a good person in this entire game. You've watched him be a good person helping people and also in this moment of powerless, not give up. Yeah. It's like he's earned, he's earned it yeah. essentially, and the like. That's something I forgot about Beast too. Is that's one of my favorite little things. Is that it's like he literally clawed his way through space <laughs> yeah, to get did. to the other world where Bell was. Because they were like, "How did he get here? He didn't use a portal yeah, or a ship." Riku, and it's like this motherfucker jumps to space. Strong, because yeah, he brute forced his way through space travel. He's Superboy Prime. He's dude. literally yeah. He's like a fucking Dragon Ball character. He just flew away. And uh, all of this sort of like emotion, and it's this is only this only occurs like little less than three fourths of the way through the game because you have to leave and come back yeah. after this point. Like you leave, do another route through the planets, and then go back to Alabastian. So this is like all of this heavy hitting kind of like commentary happens not even at the end of the game, and it just continues from that point on. Where it's like you've created all these allies who are people from other games, people like anime characters, all this stuff. But like, if I don't tell you that it's Leon Squall from Final Fantasy VIII or something like that, and I just say that like, you've made a friend with this guy who like hated you at first, and then like, has grown to trust you, and not only trust you, but become like a battlefield comrade. And like, a whole of his friends, and like a powerful magician has trained you in all of this stuff, and you create this like, community that's bent on like bringing light back to all of these worlds and then you and your friends like they set you up to go and finally help and beat the final boss and then it's revealed that like the ultimate evil at the heart of everything is actually doesn't exist and that there is no true ultimate evil that it's just light it's just good yeah like the whole time it's a very like I don't know. It's like an, it's an uplifting story. And then the end is really sad. Yeah. But it sets it up for the second one. There's also the one that takes place in the middle where Yeah, exactly. Chain of which memories. is also sad because you lose all your memories of all your friends and then you gain them back in the in two and all this stuff. Yeah, so. people point at Kingdom Hearts to go, oh, fucking, you you hang out in Tarzan, and that level is not chosen by accident. Is using the jungle as a metaphor for being lost in the woods, truly yeah. testing, truly testing the reins the of first, this new friendship you've made. The first two levels in Kingdom Hearts one, there's Alice in Wonderland, yeah, which is a bizarre, strange world where it's like uh, where the rules of law are the gra- the law of physics doesn't make sense, yeah. where the where perception, where your eyes trick you where the laws themselves set up by the government don't make sense. 
where you're lost in a woods where flowers can talk, yeah. you know? Versus, and then the second one is Tarzan, where, again, monkeys are speaking to you. The humans seem less, like, human than the animals. Yeah. The, you know, all of these things. This is all on purpose. Like, yeah. it's... The, the Kingdom Hearts for all, like, the, oh, it's stupid. No, it's, uh, there's a lot of thought that goes into those yeah. games and what you're looking at and seeing. And the design... The fact that Heartless designs are not the same through Universe, because, but that you can recognize them all as Heartless, right? Because darkness the evil that lurks inside of the hand, hearts of man it's all fundamentally the same but it's expressed differently in yeah. different people and it's also the different ways like it's not just a various it's not just like oh this guy was bad so he became heartless so he became one of these demons it's he was bad because for different reasons like every character every villain in these worlds becomes their big bad version of themselves because they were tempted for different reasons yeah. like tarzan clayton was tempted because he was just maliciously evil just wanted to kill and not have to follow the rules of other people versus oh god what's like another like a one of the other like villains jafar yeah jafar jafar wanted the ability like wanted the power wanted the ability to rule and you know wanted wanted jasmine to love him and like all of this stuff like the the goals of the big bad were actually on the back burner for him he didn't care about yeah opening this whatever kingdom hearts blah 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 he's like i just want to be a fucking all-powerful being like and if, if i can't be a genie i might as well become a monster yeah you know, type thing and you can point and say oh this is stupid oh this kidding but the ending of kingdom hearts one is literally descending into an esoteric nightmare scape made of the small remains of worlds that fell to darkness yeah. as you go to fight the fucking devil yeah no yeah you're fighting the physical embodiment of evil like and that's his whole thing you literally fight turnabog <laughs> Yeah, and he has he's also a stand user. Well, that's Ansem. Oh yeah, the the giant like evil yeah, sure. ship thing. Yeah, fuck. that's covered in that's... dog penises. <laughs> shut up. That's what it is. It is. I, I <laughs> but shut up. I was just talking about Turnabog, big fuck off Satan from Fantasia. Oh yeah, you do. You fight, yeah, yeah, Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah, no, you fight him, which he's so cool in that game. No, I was talking about the gi- the giant ship with yeah. three faces. Yeah, the, like just. Actual like, real nightmare anime shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's all of that, and then like two is like changes. Like the the way that like two is inspired by the times. Like I was talking about. Like you get to Kingdom Hearts two. Sora's older. Everything is a little more complex. The relationships you make with people are a little more complex. Even the relationships with villains, because like the villains from the past game show up, and they're like, oh, we remember this brat, and it's like you actually end up helping them at like. Because the whole point is Sora, it's the sort of anime hero thing that you see in like My Hero Academia or in everything where it's like being a true hero means helping everyone, including the bad guys. It's helping everyone to become the better version of themselves that they can possibly be. And there's like, it's showing that there's worth in that. Like even the most irredeemably bad guys, you get all the way to the end of the game and you're literally fighting the Sith Lord that is Xemnas, who actually has lightsabers. Remember his ship mode? Yeah, when he turns into a mech. When he turns into a and he's dragon? Like, and he's like sitting on the throne on the dragon with he's, his big fucking spear. He's, he's literally got the like the fucking Wojak brain yeah. that's so big I'm no, sitting yeah, on yeah, it. Sitting but on that brain, brain is a fucking dragon? Yeah, because yeah. it's a representation, because this is the other thing too, is I we want to get like, uh, like another sort of like over analytic part of this is the heartless the demons the darkness is the physical manifestation of the evil within you 
and then what leaves behind your body is the it, it turns into a nobody is the is a husk without emotion without feeling that just ra that low that like desires to be f to feel and it, so it will consume everything around it so it can fill that void this is the representation of the ego and the id and so the fact that ansem and Zemnus are the same person that Ansem is the darkness that was inside of Xehanort, the big bad guy, yeah. which is a stupid name in 3, or throughout the whole series, but they really tackled a lot in 3, and in uh, Birth by Sleep. But there's Ansem, who's the physical manifestation of his darkness, and then the body left behind, Xemnas. And one, like, is him as he views himself, and the other is him as everyone views him. And so it's it's very interesting in that aspect as well because it's literally yeah it's like him sit like Wojak where he's sitting on his brain with the brain as a dragon because yeah. he views himself as being such a hardcore badass dude you know and then you fight him on a hover round and the perfect escalation of your friends helping you through gameplay is not, is more than just they are helpful uh, getting taught on the word for when the computer runs your party members for you ai generated things right yeah. not on the goofy help you in this game you turn them into energy and you get sick outfits to do sick different combos it's all about uplifting yeah one of my favorite the most memorable parts in kingdom hearts 2 besides the ending where it's that hardcore race it's fucking awesome. there's a part where you land in the world that in the previous game was one of the end locations there was this evil castle that was just permeated by darkness and was it used to be a like really pretty world that has fallen to corruption and is now the ho the home of scum and villainy you know mm -hmm. whereas it's been reclaimed and is now called radiant garden yeah. and all of the characters in the previous game have made this their home and like a home for other people who've lost their worlds and it's this giant terminus of like beautiful growing life However, in the distance, there is still the rem the remnants of the castle from the first game, and there's a void underneath it. And there's uh, part of it is you land, and the everyone in town is like freaking out because there's this massive fucking army of darkness coming towards you. And Sora runs down there, and you at each checkpoint fight alongside Inside, your yeah. friend. Oh, it's one of the, oh, that, and like you fight alongside. And part of it's fan service. I will fully agree. Part of it is fan service because you're fighting with Leon. You're fighting with Cloud. All of this. There's a part where when you get to the end where Sephiroth is there and he's like, have you seen Cloud anywhere? And they're like, we don't got time for this. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they run away. But it's like you fight with Tifa. You fight, you know, all of these people uh, who are your friends who have like stood by you and like all of this stuff. And then you get down there and then you yourself fight a thousand of them. And you have to beat it. The, the and no, you have I to. remember when As the, the numbers show up going, and it said a thousand and, and I thought this is impossible. <laughs> no, and then it runs pretty fast when you realize like how much damage you can do and how, how powerful you actually are. And it's because you know, again, it's the anime thing where it's like, I got this. My friends have gotten me this far to fail now would fail them. Yep. So it's just, yeah, it, I don't know. It's so good. There's so many, like, it's super easy to meme on it and it's super like i even encourage it because i think it's hilarious to make fun of it 
Um, like, you have the famous videos, like, I think it was Donkey's Kingdom Hearts video, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like, so anyway, and like, and then he's like, anyway, Eeyore, like, you know, like... <laughs> and this was all the dream inside of Eeyore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's funny, and because, I mean, it's like Metal Gear, where I can just say anything and you have to believe me. <laughs> yeah. Because what are you gonna do, play eight games to prove me wrong? <laughs> but, uh... No, it's fun to talk about, and uh, but when you actually break down the like, the meaning behind the things, like it's not, it's no accident. Everything in this game was meticulously yeah. done because Tetsuya Nomura is a fucking maniac. Two things. Kingdom Hearts is fucking silly. Yeah, it's also one of the most thoughtful and emotional and well put together games I've ever played. It's great. Yeah. This is why I wanted to talk about it, because I know you played recently, didn't you? Yeah, I played pretty recently. Yeah. I recently went through three, and I've been replaying two. Yeah, and so, again, with, like, if we're going to bring up three or talk about it, I don't like three. I'll be fully transparent in saying I don't like three. I don't like three for a number of reasons, but I can recognize that it's still Kingdom Hearts yeah. at its core. Like, I'm not going to say this isn't a Kingdom Hearts game, and I'm not going to say it, but it's, like, it's definitely Kingdom Hearts at its core, and it's definitely fair like it's it's like what i was saying where it's like sora's not gonna let people not have a happy yeah. ending sign you know? my petition to decanify kingdom Hearts no 3. no 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 yeah no i i think it's it serves i just wanted a lot more from it mm -hmm. and i think that's like everyone's thing is they were just but part of it too is this game was like in development for like 14 years so yeah. i think people were like it was never gonna live up to hype but at the same time you know a crumb of final fantasy characters would have been fucking yeah it's, it's so but, fuck, i'm gonna fuck, i'm not gonna know that else to and learning that Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming out, and I'm excited, optimistically cautious, or I'm cautiously optimistic about Kingdom Hearts 4, because what I've heard and seen is that it's going to dip more into that sort of existential spiritual stuff. That sort of weird, because from what I've seen, interviews and stuff with Tetsuya Nomura talking about it, um, they're even trying to lessen the amount of Disney characters in it, and they want to make it a full-fledged like you're gonna spend most of your time in the place where it showed in the trailer where it's like you're basically in limbo man you know what i don't think is fun spending time in real japan when i put in a fucking kingdom hearts game well i'm excited for it because i am a consumer <laughs> and tetsuya nomura says i'll be able to change sora's clothes and outfits which means i'm going to buy this game I don't care if it's bad if i can change his clothes if i can take sora to a store it's the same with Yakuza. If, if there was a thing in Yakuza where, in the main game, I could buy Kiryu a different outfit, I would. I'm not so beholden to franchises I love that I feel like I'll have to buy installments that look like something I don't want, and that's... I would buy the mainland. I would buy the main games, for sure. If it's a Kingdom Hearts 4, I'm buying it. If it's Kingdom Hearts Melody whatever rhythm game, I'm not getting it. I've played it, but I'm not going to buy it. That's like, funny, because I think I've had... <laughs> I don't want to say a better time with Dream Drop Distance in Kingdom Hearts 3, but at no point in Dream Drop Distance was No, 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 was Dream Drop Distance was good. I, 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 like, <laughs> this is the thing. So, the side games, uh, I'll make fun of, but they're good. Like, like, uh... Because they hit a... We haven't talked about gameplay at all, but they hit a winning fucking formula. Those games are so fucking fun to play. It's also refreshing. I mean, I'll go back and play 2, and, like, not only because i'm a, you know i'm a gamer some graphics <laughs> but the graphics in kingdom hearts 2 hold up it's there's the, it's beautiful it's I, it, there's a there's a there's a couple of years at the end of ps2's like run where games were looked better on playstation 2 than they did on a early playstation 3 and kingdom hearts 2 metal gear 3 these are games that still today look beautiful compared to 
like games on like PlayStation Three. And I will say there is something to a stylized game in the vein of Kingdom Hearts One and Two. Even if they were to age poorly, they will still look better because they were doing something yeah. unique and stylized, as opposed to I don't know Three. that no. <laughs> With yeah. the weird bubbly like cartoon thing. I mean that. Where but they I was, the graphics. I was gonna say, what's that shitty London game where like fighting werewolves? I want to say like nineteen the nineteen eighty something. Oh, order. Yeah, the order. Order eighteen eighty eight. Yeah, that game's gonna look like shit next gen, and no one's gonna care because yeah. you didn't do anything Already interesting. Like shit. Yeah, I mean it's part of the reason they're um, remaking the Last of Us. I don't, I don't know if you heard about that, but like they're fully remaking from the ground up. Waste the Last of, of Us time. Part one. Yeah. Because they're, they want to use the Last of Us 2 engine. So they're just remaking The Last of Us Part 1, which did come out like 10 years ago, using The Last of Us 2 engine for PS5. Yeah. So they're just... Naughty Dog is doing this whole thing that's going to cost them a shit ton of money to remake a game that's 10 years old. Freddy Fragon, there's the last one on this point, but Ultimate Spider-Man... That game has not aged poorly because of how stylized and unique it is, uh-huh. as opposed to Spider-Man PS4 is not going to be impressive once we're at the PS6. Oh, yeah, no. However, I do love that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I mean, they've already re-released it for... It's already been re-released as a remaster. Whereas, I'm playing the the Kingdom Hearts 2, like, emulator thing that they've released, the 1.5, 2.5 shit. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm playing that right now. It's it looks on, great. on my fucking PS4 right now. Yeah. So it's beautiful. Uh, Kingdom Hearts OCs. Okay, so this is what I wanted to bring up. Uh, side tangent, because we haven't quite talked about it. Kingdom Hearts 2 has probably one of the more iconic group of bad guys in recent video games, I would argue, which is the organization, the organization 13. Which is this idea where it's like, every character is introduced at first, you cannot, you don't make out any discernible features from them. Yeah. They're wearing black cloaks. With you probably hoodies seen, made. Even, if, even if you have never played Kingdom Hearts or you've seen those hoodies, you've seen you've these been to cloaks. a convention. Yeah, they're they're black. They're ankle length. They go all the way down. They're really tight on top and flowy on bottom, and they've got hoods with a silver lining that goes all the way around the hood, all the way down the front. When they pull the hoods down, it's like you get a glimpse into the kind of character where it's like they pull their hoods down and it's bright red, fiery hair, facial tattoos. Like you're like, oh. And you immediately know what kind of character this is going to be. And they're all based on Final Fantasy taxic, tactics classes. Yeah. I wanted to ask this question at the beginning, but then I realized I wanted to ask a question that wasn't based like on the, on the thing. If you could add any Square Enix or Disney property into Kingdom Hearts that isn't already in Kingdom Hearts, what would you add? Black Cauldron, DuckTales, Gargoyles. Exactly. No, those are the three that I was going to say. Not that I was like, because I had said before we even started this, that I was like, I'm excited because I know you're going to say DuckTales at yeah. least. Black Cauldron is something I thought about because it is literally like... A fight with the Horned King would rule. We would all be amazing. agree. And the Horned King is like textbook, like evil bad guy. Like, and I will say... Like Kingdom Hearts bad guy. Great Mouse Detective, a final boss fight in the middle of a falling down clock tower would be Imagine wonderful. having to be, like, because they were cowards and they didn't do it for three, where you went into Ratatouille and you were a rat. Yeah. Uh, they sh- <laughs> you, you're a mouse. But those are things. And then Square Enix, I was thinking about this as the meme answer, is to say games that Square Enix has done. That the are, Bouncer? Like Hitman. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, okay, I was okay. like, I was like, imagine Sora Donald and Goofy land on a planet as Agent Forty Seven just blows someone's head off right in front of them, like just, <laughs> or like, what's that one game, Sleeping Dogs? 
<laughs> like the more like like Square Enix Montreal. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like the Deus Ex. <laughs> God. Sora gets augmented. Um, yeah, I don't know. They gave me the one I wanted, and that's fucking. The world ends with you. I'm not that big into Square Enix's yeah. deeper catalog. I'm not. I've never played The World Ends with You. One of my fucking favorite that DS game. That whole bit in uh, Dream Drop Distance is lost on me. Yeah. It's... Like I was just like, oh, this is that game Devin likes. Like it was the whole that. time I was playing it. I love that game. You gotta play it. I was gonna say I'm really surprised that Final Fantasy X never played a bigger role in the Kingdom Hearts games. You fight Titus in the opening Kingdom Hearts one. Titus. And he, he shows up and then he's and gone. And you get you get keyblades from the the Gullwing yeah crew in two yeah because they're fairies and, and you Waka's hang out with Orin and you meet Wak you beat the Orin that's a good point that's a good point I forgot about Orin he's so cool you just wanted to make two. out with Pain you dirty bitch I did yeah 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 I know yeah I had a crush on all of them <laughs> when I was younger I also had a crush on Titus <laughs> and Orin and Orin and just everyone. And Kimari Ronson. What about racist Waka? What about that one? No. John DiMaggio. That's my, my favorite bit. I don't like any character voiced by John DiMaggio. <laughs> you don't like Bender or Jake the dog? Like, would you fuck them? Uh, no, I just... That's what I mean. <laughs> oh! I like them, but I didn't have a crush on them. I can't, I can't find a character voiced by John DiMaggio fuckable. I say that, and then I'm like Heidegger from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. With his gigantic man. Like, gigantic facts. My favorite Super Best Friends bit is they were trying to think of what to do with Waka. There's like, oh, Stoner Waka. And then they remember that Waka's a belligerent racist. He is a belligerent racist. He's also probably one of the most... Not... Yeah, most lazy character design. They were like, what if we have a guy who plays football and he throws balls at people? (laughs) And they were like, yeah, let's go with it. And it's like, every other character in that game is so... Like, you have the... The Russian mecha girl, who's, like, 16 and is a thief. You have Yuna, who's literally, like, a saint. You have... Lulu and her big, awesome titties. Oh, Lulu. I have... Have you seen my Lulu figurine? I love Lulu. Like, she's, A, an amazing character. B, has more belts than a fucking haberdashery. Like, her dress is made of belts. She is goth woman gold. And she's slumming it with Waka. I'll never get over that. She is. It is that sort of, like, goth to racism pipeline. (laughs) You know? I think that's part of it. Those dirty Albed ghettos. I'm just saying, we gotta clear up. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. No, and then then you have Kamari Ronso, who's, like, a mythical... A Wookiee. Yeah. He's a blue tiger man with a unicorn horn. He's fucking great. Like, he's, a, he's an actual, like, he's just, he, and then he's also, like, eight feet tall. And you're like, wow, you're so tall and strong. And then you meet other Ronsos, and they're, like, 11 feet tall. And they're like, Kamari, you pussy bitch. Kamari, you're weak. Look at you, you little weak boy. I will yeah. say. Um, and it's like, and then you have Waka, who throws balls at people. I would like some Final Fantasy VI, because their Death Knight's one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters. But, which I think, one is, Which one is six? Uh, is that the one with, with Kane? Yeah, the dragon. You are my treasure. I'm not sure. Okay, well, yeah, it's the one with Dragon Knight. But okay, yeah, I will say it's it's always surprised me that Final Fantasy IX doesn't get more love because the Final Fantasy IX aesthetic really lends itself to is what that Kingdom the one Hearts that Vivi's like. in? Yeah, yeah, they they show up more in two or in uh, Kingdom Hearts two because Vivi's in two. Yeah, and then um, was it that one? Isn't Cipher? No, Cipher's mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just Vivi. Okay. Or not, like, who's the guy you fight at the end of the struggle tournament? 
Oh, with the long hair. Right, him. He's from. I think he's from Tactics. Oh, okay, never mind. Because I, he's not from eight. Setzer. Yeah, Setzer. Setzer. Yeah, I never played the Final Fantasy Tactics games. Oh, fucking! Uh, I think seven has the most pull. Over Probably. It. I mean, it's like besides, there's Cloud, there's Sephiroth. Zack shows up in Birth by Sleep. Aerith. Yuffie. Yuffie. Yeah. Tifa. Tifa. Literally the cast. Oh yeah, it's Barret's like... the only one because there's no black people in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I just blow your mind. No, I'm, I'm running through. No, no, Kane. Black people are evil because Xehanort. Oh yeah, he was. He was tan. <laughs> once he you, was tan. And once you once you fall to darkness, you become brown. That's true. I don't even think there was a there was a white guy with dreads who was part of the organization. Zigbar. Oh god, Miss Smelly. Fucking and Zigbar is one of my most frustrating boss fights. Yeah. Fucking Zigbar, get out of Beast's castle. If I was to make a character in Kingdom Hearts, now that we've been sufficiently sidetracked with all of that, I, of course, do, do I want to go the Kingdom Hearts 3 route where everyone becomes a Keyblade wielder? Or do I want to... Yeah, fuck it. Keyblade wielder. Alright. Um, or not Kingdom Hearts 3, but Kingdom Hearts 3, but also Union Cross, where it's like literally everyone had Keyblades. I think I go the route where it's like... Because something also is that Keyblade Masters are literally just Jedi. Yeah. And that there was the Jedi Council of all the good Keyblade wielders, and then Xehanort was like, what if we use the dark side? <laughs> yeah. I'm um, black. Yeah, I'm a black guy. <laughs> In a voice by Leonard Nimoy. I'm Spock. Yeah. Keyblade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, you know Spock was Galvatron? Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. He's also the guy in Transformers. Oh, yeah, he was in Dark Transformers of Dark of the Moon. Yeah, the Septimus Prime. That was fucking yeah. not a good, what a not, what a not good time. But anyways, so Keyblade Wilder, let me pitch you on this. Sure. Because Keyblade Wilders are always bishy anime boys. Yeah. What if they're from a Disney world? Okay. I mean, Mickey can wield one. Yeah. So, uh, so why, why not, why not some more of them? Yeah. So, I mean, you would just have to have a Disney hero then. Yeah, what... Well, you could make an OC within a Disney movie, and we don't have to talk about that because people know. But what Disney world would get you excited to see someone wielding a Keyblade from mm. that? Hercules would be cool because you could do any Greek hero. Yeah. Okay, the Lion King bit in Kingdom Hearts 2 where you're a lion. It's awesome. It's awesome. It rules. Yeah, it rules. You have to learn how to run. Yeah. You could do Nightmare Before Christmas and have another holiday warrior get a Keyblade. Yeah. Which would be? Hashtag rat. It would be. I've always thought the idea... Rescuers? Like, yeah, well, I was going to say, I've always thought the, the bit in one where you go to Atlantia, mm -hmm. or Atlantica, with, like, Little Mermaid and shit like that, like, the idea of having, like, a mermaid wielder is just cool. I don't know. You just want a mermaid wielding the keyblade? Yeah, I don't know. Mermaids are cool. Okay. This is going to be... We could do something very stupid, bold. and we could be people who don't know that Blonde Don Bluth isn't Disney, but we could do a <laughs> All Dogs Go to Heaven keyblade wielder. So... Hear me out on this. Mm -hmm. This is going to be dumb because this is kind of reaching into the more modern Disney. A Star Wars universe Keyblade wielder. That'd be sick as fuck. It would be sick as fuck. God, it I... literally fits the the light. Like we were just talking about the light dark Jedi thing, everything like that. But the idea of like, imagine a dude gets a Keyblade and it's like a legendary weapon that, and they have no idea what it is, and like is fighting these monsters that everyone is just like. Oh yeah, they're just weird aliens, I guess. And like 
the Empire is utilizing like the fucking, dark side, yeah, yeah, dark side, and like using it as a new form of like evil force shit, I'm, which is why that, that it's going on. I literally had dreams where I pictured scenes from the Force Awakens, but in the Kingdom Hearts two art style. Yeah. and I remember thinking that would be so cool. And then alternatively, and I'm just gonna say this: this is gonna come off as so poser because for Marvel, because I'm literally using the most recent movie as a as an ex, a example for this in the new thor the bad guy gore his whole thing is like shadow monsters mm-hmm. and being able to traverse through the dark and everything like that there are so many good analogs that you can use in marvel if you wanted to create a marvel character who's a keyblade wielder because legendary warriors just show up all the time for no fucking reason yeah you know what i mean like i am, I am more partial to the star wars one i think so too i, I want star really wars well. to be in there and i just i want to see all my star wars characters imagine in that kingdom hearts sora, 2 aesthetic imagine sora luke scott or han solo and donald duck running through the death star it's it's the bit in there <laughs> but running through the Death Star while Sora's wielding a Keyblade made by Tony Stark. <laughs> Fucking weird. But fun. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, that is that is where he'd get the fucking keychain oh, for yeah. the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. Tony Stark would just make him a Keyblade. Oh, yeah. Or it would be like a like a Asgard thing. Like a, a charm that he adds onto it and makes it like some sort of like Asgard one. Or it'd be Vibranium. Yeah. That's oh, so fucking And cool. then the Kingdom Hearts one, it would be a hilt that's literally a lightsaber hilt. Yeah. And that is, like, the Keyblade's a lightsaber. Easily. Okay, so we've got a Star Wars... Either that, or it would be made of, like, what is that? That, like, Durasteel or whatever? Like, yeah, like, the... Wrapped in, like, wrappings and bandages and shit, so it looked like Junker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Like what Vibroblades are made of. Yeah. So, Star Wars Keyblade Wielder. Yeah. Alright. So has to be human because all the characters in Star all the main characters in Star Wars are humans. Well, humanoid, but we can, <laughs> we're allowed to do whatever we want. So here's my question. He loses an arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's a specific phrasing a YouTuber like Noah Codwell Tanner said, but it's watching a Jedi get power isn't as interesting as watching what they do with it, yeah. and you can fall to darkness, right? Riku did. Yeah. Is this guy tempted by the dark? Is he just a light boy? What, what do you think? I think the way it goes is that it's going to be very similar to other Star Wars stories where, like I said, the Empire or whatever evil force, well, I'll say the Empire for ease of, uh, is, is like doing, you know, Ansem-esque experiments on like, what is this darkness thing that's popped up? Why does it fill me with power when I use the dark side, all of this stuff? Like, they're the, the person gets attacked or their friend gets attacked and then they just apparate a keyblade and now the empire is like trying to hunt them down as they traverse what this is and what it means and all of this stuff okay and uh they probably i like the idea of being helped by jedi and then the jedi are like you are not one of us yeah you're not doing the force no like like what you're doing is something entirely different so like somebody who's a keyblade builder trained as a jedi and like who so they have the basic principles of like the light and dark and things yeah. like that and that's how they sort of equate everything i'm getting kyle katan dropped into a situation out of his depth vibes kind of here's a question would sora become his jedi master i was thinking sora would show up and be like oh you're a keyblade wielder and he'd be like i'm a what i'm a what now yeah what is this and then sora explains everything to him and he's like 
so I'm not a Jedi? <laughs> like, sort of, or like, no, we always knew I wasn't a Jedi, but it's good to have a name for what I am. Oh, this is rad. Type thing. And uh, Explaining to Star Wars characters other worlds, they'd be like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. I think that's why I'm like, I. it's not the other worlds thing, it's the other concept. Yeah. Like, the idea of, like, having a foundation, because, like, everyone in Star Wars knows about the Force at, to an extent. Yeah. Like, even when it was, like, suppressed, they're like, they're like they know that the Jedi existed as a religion and like all of this stuff, and so the idea of like having someone show up and be like, no, it's this entirely other thing that you are. It's the Yuuzhan Vong. Yeah, they fucked off to the other side of space. Yeah, I think that would be fun. That would be cool. Yeah. Like to if you were to create an, a fully original Kingdom Hearts character within the Star Wars universe that would fit that sort of anime aesthetic as well as like the idea of them being Keyblade wielder. And they have no idea why or anything about that. And Sora has to be the one who Sora, self-described idiot, yeah, is the one teaching them what it means to be a Keyblade wielder. Listen, Star Wars Visions season two. Here's an idea. That would be cool. Do it. Yeah, it'd be fucking rad. And then the Marvel like, what if? It's just so fucking. Sora just shows up. Yeah. Well, it... <laughs> I was gonna say because like the Keyblade is kind of like the. Like, it only appears to those who are worthy type thing. Yeah. Kind of like Mjolnir. Where it's like, imagine Thor is, like, getting his ass beat and he reaches for Mjolnir and just apparates a Keyblade. I was going to say Jane Foster finds a Keyblade instead. Oh, yeah. Instead of the instead of Mjolnir, it becomes a Keyblade wielder instead of uh, Lady Thor. Yeah. I didn't see the movie, so I don't know. All right, so we've got our not-Jedi Keyblade wielder. Do we got a name? Star Wars name generator. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like the... Uh, I played... Jedi Fallen Order recently, mm -hmm. and the main character's name, Cal Kestis. I like the idea of not being a Skywalker, no, 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 sun you're not doing swimmer, like etc. Type deal. All right, so here's here's my in the middle with it is we you, you could do Star Wars name generator because uh -huh. I can't think of one, and then we just put an X somewhere to really make it Kingdom Hearts. Sure. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I also like the na the idea of uh, a name that is a noun. Like Shank, you know, not like not using that, but like Shanksis. that's an example. Yeah, like my Dimension Twenty Fantasy or IOC like, is thrash. Yeah, yeah, like something like that, or um, because like the main character, like in Star Wars, always have one syllable names. Yeah, Finn, Ray, Luke, like things that are very easy. Han, Han, yeah, things that are, but yeah, name names that are one note things. So I feel like a name like like you do just. Oh wait, I was about to say Jen, but Jen Urso is a thing. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. I feel like you could do... I feel like Zack is a good name. Z-A-K. Yeah. Yep. And then last And then name, he could run into Zack from Final Fantasy. That'd be funny. I don't know. I just kind of like Zack. Oh, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Zack, throw an X in there. Yeah. Zaxus. Zack. Yep, there we go. Zaxus. Zaxus. Zealot. Or you could do the Tetsuya Nomura thing where you have a character's name is actually like a different languages thing. Like Noctis. Oh, yeah. Or Luna Freya. Eh, that was Zaxus Zealot. Zaxus Lunar. <laughs> Zaxus Lunar. Yeah. <laughs> From the Quasar system. All right, cool. So, all right, we've got... we got a name, we got a vibe. What's the outfit? What do they look like? Uh, well, if it's Kingdom Hearts 3, they're wearing plaid. Oh, God damn, it's not Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're gotta be... Does plaid exist in Star Wars? They're gonna be they're gonna be like Star Wars type, like 
because uh, I feel like each individual archetype in Star Wars has a very specific look. You know, where like the yeah. scoundrels wear jackets and etc. Yeah. Where uh, I think Zaxus is wearing like probably like a like a poncho, not quite like Hal Kestis kind of a kind of look, but something more along the lines of like just like an average guy. Yeah. And then uh, when he gets the Keyblade and starts going through training things, he's wearing like bits of armor and like straps and stuff like yeah. that. But nothing quite uniform. And I think after he meets Sora he and gets everything like zippers. that, he gets zippers. Yeah. Yeah, is the thing. He's, he's, like, is, he's like, wow, wait a minute, zippers are great. <laughs> yeah. So many. Um, There's zippers on your shoes. And I think I also have an idea for how I want him to look as like a callback to something else. All right. In Final Fantasy VII Remake, there's a character who I don't remember his name, but he almost literally looks like Riku, mm -hmm. where he's uh, he's got the blonde hair anime guy thing where he's got one glove on and one, no, for some reason, no glove on the other hand. Oh, yeah, I do remember this. And he's got the snapback. I want him to look like that guy enough so i want him to have one glove and like maybe some sort of hat that looks like a snapback but isn't or like goggles yeah goggles you... is a kingdom hearts thing yeah well it's a star wars thing at the very least yeah so yeah, yeah. give him goggles give and him like goggles glove. but he only ever wears them on his head yep. you never see him wearing it around his eyes like digimon yeah yeah all right like yeah. digimon that's a good yeah, yeah. he like looks digimon. like a digimon there we go <laughs> kingdom hearts is digimon he's a tyrannosaurus with a gun <laughs> yeah. Right. So we got name, we got vibe, we got look. I think that is a full character, unless there's anything. Let's get Tetsu on the phone. Hey, come on, hit us up. Let's figure this out. Yeah, unless there's anything you feel like they're missing to be whole, but I, I kind of feel. What is this keyblade? Well, we kind of oh, yeah, talked we, about we it. We talked about the keyblade. I, th I think it's like a, vibroblade style. I yeah, like vibroblade style with a little more scrap. Yeah, because Sora's gets to be the the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Sora, yeah. Sora gets the sick lightsaber. Yeah, is is a scrapping put together because he's yeah. you know, living on the edge. Alright, I think we're at one fun fact apiece. And like the his his like charm gets to be like some some random scrap piece or something like that that's cool, whereas Sora's is literally a kyber crystal yeah. that hangs off the end. Let's get Tetsunirma on the phone. Tetsunirma, hit us up. Operate an idea, like a budgeting, like I don't know, like I feel like three percent is good. Like <laughs> like they make the game we get three percent of the proceeds. I feel like that's enough. I'll talk down to 2.5%. Listen, uh, just give me the proceeds from the merch of this character specifically when you make his figurines. Oh, yeah, when you make his $300 Figma. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Fucking <laughs> $100 Nandroid. I'll just Nandroid. take the Figma. <laughs> just I'll take the Figma. It'll probably make me worth more than the actual proceeds of making the Figma. Send me his an Android, please. N yeah, Nandroid. Let's go. Can we, just, can we agree that Jawa are... Heartless? No. <laughs> Why not? There will be heartless that look a lot like. Well, you're saying a whole race is evil, Kane. That's what you're doing, Tolkien. No, it's okay. They're short and <laughs> black. <laughs> Wear hoods. Say that closer to the. They to the live microphone. in the desert. <laughs> Say they're short and black, so they're evil closer to this mic. And they live in the desert. <laughs> so do the sand people. Now that's racist. <laughs> My fun fact about Zaxus is he was raised by sand people. Oh, no. <laughs> Tuscan Raiders. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. Hell yeah. And that is an episode you can plug or not. Do whatever you want to do at the end. This is the end.
Uh, I am on Twitter at F-O-R-T-U-N underscore R-E-G-I-S. That's Fortuna underscore Regis. You can find me also on Twitch at the same uh, username. If you find me on Twitter, let me know if you found me from this podcast. I'm very interested to know if that's even a thing that can happen. Uh, (laughs) Hey, if it happens, I'll let you know. If it happens... (laughs) I will I will post a rendering of Zaxus. <laughs> and by that I mean it will be a stick doodle with cuz I can't draw of the guy from Final Fantasy 7 Remake's head on the body with a photoshopped keyblade in it. And that I can promise you. I'll go to an I'll go to an AI generate machine and say make fan art of my OC. Yeah, I'll just go in doll E and be like Draw me an original Kingdom Hearts character. <laughs> Draw me Kingdom Hearts Star Wars. And then it just draws child porn. Because <laughs> it's because it's Kingdom Hearts. It's kind of like the same joke where it's like Metal Gear fans when they see an unsucked cock <laughs> and then it's Vamp running across water. And just like Kingdom Hearts fans and Metal Gear Solid fans will rehash the same joke, I will rehash the same ending line which is i will do everything with my power to monetize our friendship and that ladies and gentlemen and others here's a podcast goodbye oh, shit <laughs>